Don't you miss Canty and Carlin? Thursday night means Thursday night football. We have the Bucks. Or the Bucks. What am I saying? We have the Dolphins and the Bengals tonight. We were just talking about the Bucks game during the break. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. One of them teams in Florida. Yes. <laughs> and ESPN Plus. The Bucks game, by the way, is going to be in Tampa against the Chiefs mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday night football. Uh, as far as tonight is concerned, there, I have to tell you, if if the Dolphins put together a performance tonight and win this game, you could even turn the skeptic like me toward the Miami Dolphins, and really, I would, I would. Absolutely at that point, if they go and win this game tonight, start to believe in what they are doing this year. I can't say that about Tua definitively yet, but if the Dolphins go on the road four days after having their defense on the field for 90 plays against the Buffalo Bills and they beat the Bengals in Cincinnati with that outfit Joe Burrow was wearing today. Oh, yeah. I'll be on board for Miami. Well, you have to be, Carlin. I mean, think about it. You're talking about them beating a team that represented the AFC in the Super Bowl last year, beating the team that they believe will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl this year in the Buffalo Bills, and beating the Baltimore Ravens, which is a perennial playoff contender. Yeah, you'd have to buy into it if that's what they did in the first four weeks, the first quarter of the regular but season. But you understand where my skepticism, not not about Tua. Let's leave Tua out of it for a Yeah, minute. the Tua part of it aside. Let, I, I, I don't want to conflate the two arguments because I think it's easy to get caught up in yes, that. Let, you can still have questions about Tua and still acknowledge that the Miami Dolphins are a good team. They have played, uh, they're a good little team. Let's see how it goes here tonight. And here's the only reason I position it like that. Can we at least acknowledge that winning a game like they did over the Ravens is a little bit fluky? Can we at least acknowledge that? I mean, consider you and I are both sitting here yeah, hammering I, I, the Ravens I, I, secondary. I got, I got you. I got okay. You. Can we at least acknowledge, and, and I'm not saying that this is the entirety of the reason, we at least acknowledge that it is never easy going to Miami and playing in September in 90-degree heat. Yeah, but it ain't easy going to Buffalo and playing in December. Right. So, I mean, it goes both ways. That cuts both ways. So, I can't be dismissive of the Miami Dolphins' wins. I, I'm not going to do that. All they can do is play who's on their no. schedule. Dismissive's not the word. Skeptical is the word. I, I'm just, I don't look at it and say, oh, my God, they've been unbelievable so far. I look at it and say, wow, okay, they've had a few breaks go their way, but you know what? Good for them. That's how I feel about it right now. You go To me, you- that's more impressive. I-, I think that's more impressive finding a way to win close games, especially early in the season. That's what you're looking for. That's the characteristic of a championship team. It ain't teams that's always blowing people out. The Buffalo Bills, first couple weeks, blew everybody out. Mm-hmm. But this is a team that ain't won a one-score game in the regular season since week eight of 2020. That's a problem when you start talking about championship contention. So I'm not going to sit here and disrespect what the Miami Dolphins have done. We can acknowledge some of the breaks that have bounced their way that that opened the door to them having such a successful start to the season. But this is the game tonight where it seems like the schedule is working against them. And I think that's why we want to pay a lot of attention to what plays out up in Cincinnati because you're on the road after a tough game against a division opponent 90-degree heat, your defense on the field for over 40 minutes. Those things matter in terms of 
your ability to recover, your ability to bounce back, your ability to fight through adversity, and your ability to be a mentally tough team. That's what I want to see from the Miami Dolphins. Are they mentally tough? Is their quarterback mentally tough? So tonight, so would you say that based off of everything that you just said, if you had to go win a playoff game tomorrow, that the Miami Dolphins are more battle-tested and prepared to do it? No, I'm saying that these are the lessons that you learn throughout the regular season that prepare you for the postseason. So this is a good thing that they're playing close games. I don't think it's a bad thing. No, I don't think it's a bad thing either. Yeah. You're, winning is winning. Okay? My man. Winning is winning. I, the Ultimately, yes, you can have a fluky win, but you had to go do a few things right to win the game. Yeah. And I, I am not going to take that away from him. All I'm saying is that this would really show a lot because I think this is a very tough spot. No doubt. I think this is a very tough spot when you add it all in together. If Miami's going to win this game, what has to happen tonight? Well, their defense has to play well. Their defense has to... Their defense has to play better, frankly, than they have the first three weeks of the year. And when it comes to points, I know what the numbers have been. Yeah. But I think their defense has to really be a little bit more stout's not the word, but but certainly less flexible. You don't than think they have that's been. a tall ask for a defense yes. that played ninety plays? Yeah, I think it's a very tall ask. Hembo told me that was the most plays by a defense in a non-overtime game in NFL history. But you asked me what it would take to go win the game tonight. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think their defense has to play well tonight for them to go win. Because well, is, that, point, is that realistic, though? I guess that's the other question to follow that up. No, is I don't realistic think it is. to ask their defense that's to play well? That's why I love the Bengals in this spot tonight. Yeah. I, I, I love them. I absolutely so do. So the path to victory for Miami is their defense playing really well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, their secondary tightening up, not mm-hmm. allowing Jamar Chase and T. Higgins to get loose. Mm-hmm. And then what else needs to happen? What do they need to do on the offensive side of the ball? Well, look, Tua has to really continue to show that he's the real deal. Hmm. That's all there is to it. I I, I think that they – I'm not going to worry about them running the ball. They're, they can run the ball if they need to. Yeah. I, I do believe that. I think they're more capable than the Bills in that regard. Yeah. But, uh, look, let's call it what it is. That's a game tonight that I think if the Dolphins are realistically going to have a chance – they have to find a way to limit Burrow to 20 I'll even say 24 points. If they limit them Ooh. if they limit them to 24 points, I actually think the Dolphins would have a chance to win because I think they they're capable of scoring 24 points. The over under on this is 48. Yeah. And the Bengals are favored by three and a half. So Yeah. I think but <sighs> I think I think the Dolphins are capable of scoring 28 points and winning this game. Okay. Put it that way. If they, because, and that's speaking respectfully of their sure. offense. No, that is. Yeah. That is. I, I don't know. Here, let me say it this way. Their defense, I don't know that they're going to be able to stop the Bengals from moving the ball in between the 20s. I think that's going to happen. Where, where they're going to have to tighten up is being able to slow them down in the red zone, which is an area that the Cincinnati Bengals haven't necessarily been on their A game. They only scored 50% of the time in the red zone. They got down there 10 times, only five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Now, a big part of that was that Pittsburgh Steelers game, and we recognize that defense is on a different level than the Miami Dolphins defense. But Miami is going to have to stiffen up when they get into the red zone in order to hold the Bengals' offense to three rather than allowing them to score seven. That gives their offense a chance to be able to stay in this game. Now, I'm looking at the pass rush for the Bengals, up against that offensive line for the Dolphins because that's where the game is going to be won and lost. Did you see Trey Hendrickson I did. against the New York Jets offensive line and George yeah. Fant 
He had two and a half sacks in college. He could have had five. He put George he Fant li- on IR himself. He, he, I mean, George <laughs> Fant put him in the Pro Bowl. I mean, he could listen. This guy lived in the Jets' backfield, and him going up against his former teammate Teron Armstead. I think that's the game in, in the game that will decide the outcome of tonight. Chris, that's one of the best. It, it's a top three free agent signing in the last three years. Trey Hendrickson with, Trey with Cincinnati. I mean, you could say that about Teron, Teron Armstead, too. Yeah. That was a fantastic silent. To, to listen, everybody's but like, even oh, Tua. turn on the vest, they've Tua, so Tua got hit by Matt Milano. And that was that was one of only the three hits that he took all game long. Mm-hmm. He was only sacked once. That offensive line has transformed overnight. And Teron Armstead and Connor Williams have been the two mainstays, the two anchors for that. So, to me... It's going to have to be that Bengals defensive line, and specifically Trey Hendrickson, going up against that offensive line for the Dolphins. If the Dolphins can buy time and keep a clean pocket for Tua, I think they got a chance to pull off the upset tonight. Last one. This could be a little spicy. Well, we you got? want something to keep tonight? And yeah, I tonight? yeah, give me a spicy meatball. Eli Apple and Tyreek Hill. Ooh. This is going back to last Tua year's, This is going back to last year's AFC Championship game, isn't it? Yeah. Did you see the Tua quote? If I see him matched up one-on-one against Eli Apple, he's getting the ball. Ooh. I will take the shot. It doesn't matter. If I you, ain't throwing if, the if ball. You, if way. you're Lou Anarumo, the defensive coordinator for the Bengals, are you rolling coverage every time you Dear see God. Eli Apple? With First of all, here? just in premise, I don't care whatever's been said. If Eli Apple's one-on-one Ro- with, with uh, we, we got him, a I'm throwing him the ball. Time out. Call time out. Time out. There's something wrong with the defense. Uh, uh, Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Hey, starting this Monday, you can watch us live in the ESPN app. All you have to do. Open up the ESPN app right there, bottom of the page, uh, bottom of the screen, I should say. All you got to do is hit watch on the bottom tab. There we are. That's how good it is. Cantia Carlin, ESPN Radio. Somebody on this network still thinks that the Cowboys can win the Super Bowl. Can they or can't they? Mm, I think something's coming. Cantia Carlin, ESPN Radio. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? One of my favorite times of the week. Thursdays, we get an opportunity to play Kenny or Canty. It's the game that's sweeping the nation. It really is. Yeah, no doubt. 
It really has always been a dream of mine to be a game show host. Really? So I kind of feel like this is as close as I can. If you had your pick of game shows to host, which one would it be? Price is right, not close. Price is right. Absolutely. Absolute. Price is right. If they called tomorrow and said, Drew Carey, out, we want you, you would see a giant Carlin-shaped hole in the door. So is it just like the whole Bob Barker thing? You just want to follow that up? I legacy? just have you, always loved The Price is Right. You just always love the I show. I always love the show. Okay. Yeah. And you're always mad when people overbid for things, right? I, I'm not mad when they overbid. I'm mad when it's so obvious and they screw it up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so obvious, just bid a dollar. Just bid a dollar. Yeah. You're going to win. You know what used to always make me mad at the end of it when they spin that big old wheel? Yeah, and the it showcase looks like, showdown. And it, and it looks like it's about to land on like 95 and it lands on five. <laughs> it's like it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it is, Ken, it oh is my God. Kenji and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you'll love, visit Progressive.com slash career. So let's get to it. The question is simple. Can he or can't he? But only one man can answer. And that one man is Chris Canty. I will ask the questions. He will answer. Kenny or Canty, let's go. Can Dak Prescott lead the Cowboys to the Super Bowl? Kenny or Canty? He can't with a capital T. The Dallas Cowboys, like in your words, nice little team. (laughs) I think they've stumbled onto a formula that they can have success with on the offensive side of the ball with Cooper Rush, which is putting multiple tight ends on the field and being a run-first outfit. That complements their defense. They can control time of possession, keep those pass rushers fresh. If Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy stay with that game plan, I think they can get to the playoffs and do some damage. I don't think they can get to the Super Bowl. Did you hear that, Keyshawn? They're not getting to the Super Bowl. Exactly. Can Russell Wilson and the Broncos hand the Raiders their fourth consecutive loss, Kenny or Canty? He can't. He can't. Listen, the Raiders have lost three games by a combined, what, 13 points? Stop yourself. I just think the Raiders' offense is going to get on track. They're going to be explosive. I don't know why Josh McDaniels won't put three receivers on the field at the same time. I don't get it. They've had three receiver sets less than 20% of the time in the first three games of the season. That's the strength of your team. You need to have Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, and somebody else spread out the set, force teams to play nickel, get you a one-on-one situations, and take advantage of them. I don't know what Josh McDaniels is doing trying to close the formations. Open up the set and let Derek Carr let that thing fly. I know they're 2-1, and one, but think about the fact that a year ago the Broncos were 3-0, and oh, and now yeah. they're in this position with Nathaniel Hackett. Oof. Chris? Yeah. Can the Patriots make the playoffs? Can they or can't they? No, they can't. They done. They done. Mm-hmm. And, I, and listen, I know that after the Packers game, the Patriots schedule softens up a little bit, and they really don't have a true test into their second game after their bye week. But with no quarterback, without Matt Jones, I'm not buying into Bailey Zappi. I'm not buying into Brian Hoyer. I'm just not. Their offense is challenged as it is. They don't have any deep threats. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a slog for the New England Patriots. As good as Bill Belichick is and as solid as that defense always is, It's going to be hard for them to win games if they can't score points in today's NFL. Can Zach Wilson save the Jets season, Kenny, or can't he? He can't. He Mm. can't. No, the Jets got some problems, man. And listen, you're starting to hear some grumbling now about how the players are not getting along with the coaches. We saw that blow up with uh, Quentin Williams and White Cotton. And then uh, Ulbrich, the defensive coordinator, throwing Quentin Williams under the bus saying he really wasn't in shape. 
and he's not able to be available in clutch situations in the game. Gasping it, for air. It, it ain't good when you start seeing cracks in the foundation in terms of the program that Rob Sala's trying to build, and that's what it feels like right now with the New York Jets. Can the Falcons upset, upset the Browns? Can they or can't they? Can't they. Can't they. They can't. They can't. The Falcons can't upset the Browns because I don't think the Falcons can stop the Browns' run game. Nick Chubb is leading the league in Russia for a reason. You saw him on Thursday night against that Pittsburgh Steelers front, and that's a pretty good front seven even without T.J. Watt. And they ran the ball till the cows came home. Nick Chubb was hitting his head on the goalpost. This is going to be a tough outfit. It's a tough, hard-nosed football team. Even with Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback, they still find a way to win games. He doesn't put the ball in harm's way. He puts the ball in Nick Chubb's belly, and the offensive line does the rest. Think about the fact that an epic Falcons meltdown one of which they are very used to, by oh, the way, do that. Yeah. over the last couple of years, is the only thing that is separating the Saints from 1-2 and two to 0-3. Oh yeah. How about that? Yeah. Can Jimmy G and the 49ers avenge, avenge, no, I'm sorry, can Jimmy G and the 49ers avenge last year's NFC Championship game loss with the Rams? Can they or can't they? Or can't he? Can't he? They, they can. Okay. They can. Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay. The only time that Sean McVay has beaten Kyle Shanahan in the last three years was in said NFC Championship game. They, I absolutely expect for the 49ers to win that game. And I'll say this. The 49ers, they were embarrassed on primetime losing to the Broncos and Nathaniel Hackett. That was a baseball score in their own building. It ain't, ain't no way they're going to let it go down like that again. The 49ers are going to beat up on the Rams, and they're going to show that the Rams have more problems than people think they do. Can Tom Brady and the Bucks offense score a touchdown before the fourth quarter, Kenny, or can't they? They can't. can, and I fully expect that they will. If you listen to Tom Brady's tone and he's saying, we have no excuses and being displaced doesn't matter, we got a job to do and focusing on the task at hand, and then the fact that this game is actually going to be played in Tampa and it's not going to be in Minnesota – Having your home field, your friendly confines, I think that's going to matter in terms of the comfort level of this team and them getting that offense back on track. Mike Evans being back is a huge factor. We also got to say this, man. Like, this defense that they're going up against in the Chiefs, it ain't the defense that they faced last week in the Green Bay Packers. No, it's not. It's not. There ain't no Jair Alexander out there. Ain't no Adrian Amos. Ain't no Rashawn Gary. So I just think this is going to be a little bit different in terms of opportunities for Tom Brady in the passing game. As someone with a degree in English, this whole segment has been very upsetting to me. Why I, is that? Because I can't figure out whether it's Kenny or can't they or can't he, can they, can't they, something like that. Because it's worded, it's just, Evan worded these on the screen just so poorly, just so poorly. I don't, I don't I think, think Evan I did. did a great job. I, I think it's pretty easy. Can Tom Brady and the Bucks score a touchdown before the fourth quarter? Can he or can't he? What about they? They're also a subject in the sentence. All right, can Tom Brady's Bucks What did you offense, get a degree in? Can Tom Brady... No, that doesn't work. All right. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Get back to English class. Canty and Caroline. I can say that Wow, right. exactly. Wow. You're right. You're getting See, on it's Canty and Canty. and Carl. I can't even say my own name. Come on, Carlin. Wow. Uh, you're so used to me calling you the bald mama now. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I walked in the other day. My brother... Uh, as I'm walking in the other day, my brother calls me who lives in Iowa, and he says, well, it isn't the bald mamba. <laughs> I'm glad it sticks. I'm glad it sticks. Tune in to an NL. I like your hair. 
Wow, that was a little dig right there. Uh, tune in to an NLEs battle tomorrow night as the Braves host the Mets, presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. i got to get you a picture of when I actually had hair because it's disconcerting. Really? But as you never knowing me having hair. It's jarring? Uh, it's jarring. Oh, my god! My wife has never known me with hair. First time she saw it, ooh. Oh, what's that? Wow. And you're in double digits, so you're talking about a long time ago since you last had hair. I said goodbye in 2003. That's when it happened. That's when you came on home, huh? Entirely too early. You came on home. Yeah. (laughs) Came to the realization that every morning somebody else was getting voted off Hair Island. (laughs) Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. You know what uh, we like to do? Just as something a little on the side is make money. We like to do that. And up next, we've got prop bets for your Thursday night football enjoyment. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You miss Canty and Carlin. Prop. Bet. Prop stands for proposition. I feel like we got to have a money gun when this song comes on. And we're I have talking one. About, and we're talking about making people some money. I have one. You have a money gun. I have a money gun. Why do you have a money gun? Well, I used to frequent some clubs back in the day. No. I have a you money had, gun. You had some, there were some establishments, <laughs> some after hours places you used to go. <laughs> Listen, we can talk about that later. <laughs> Why I have it's not the important. The bald mamba. The fact that I have it is important. I'll bring it in. I'll, I will bring it in. I Yeah, because a few years ago, somehow I decided, you know what? I need this that. This is a good idea. Yes. <laughs> and then the first couple of times I, I fired it off and realized I have to clean up all the fake money. I feel like this is a decision that you made after midnight to purchase this <laughs> item. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. It is Thursday night football, which means we have Thursday night football prop bets. Evan Wilner has the proposed bets. Fire away. Who scores the first touchdown? Who are you asking first, Ev? Canty. I'm going T. Higgins. Let's go T. Higgins plus 600. Mm. Let's get a little change for T. Higgins. Listen, he found his groove. He was unguardable in the first half of that game against the New York Jets, and it's clear that Joe Burrow got comfortable with him. Of course, all the attention to that Dolphins secondary is going to be on Jamar Chase. T. Higgins, in a lot of instances, tends to be the forgotten man. I think Joe Burrow puts him to work early again in this game tonight. I'm going to go the easy route here and say Jamar Chase. Of course you will. It's too easy. But it's too easy. And I know that Xavier Howard will probably be on him most of the yep. night. But I also know Xavier Howard's a little banged up. 
That's true. Get him the football. Get him the football. Jamar Chase scores the first touchdown next. Plus 490 Jamar Chase. Speaking of Jamar Chase, are you taking the bet of Jamar Chase at least two touchdowns at plus 525, Chris Carlin? I am not, and I think it's all. I think two touchdowns or more is always a very tricky bet, no matter who it is. In this case, look, if I was going to do it with anybody, it would be with Jamar Chase. No, I'm, I'm. That to me is a little too risky. Yeah, I'm not on board with that too. If he was going up against the Jets secondary for a second week, maybe because they cut him wide open when he caught a touchdown pass against them. But, no, I, I do think Xavier Howard is going to be on him for the majority of the night. And so, for that reason, maybe Jamar Chase gets the best of him once. I can't see him allowing two touchdowns. He's too good of a player for that. So, no, I'm not taking that bet. Next. To a tongue of Iloa, anytime interception. Chris Ooh. Casey. No. I don't think he turns yeah. the ball over. I don't think he has a huge night in terms of passing touchdowns, but I also don't think he throws any interceptions. Now. Is there a sack fumble in there? Potentially, but I don't think he throws an interception tonight. I'm going to say no. I'm actually on board with you, believe it or not. I I don't think he will either. He's only, listen, the Dolphins have only turned it over twice in three games. There you go. And the the two were his two interceptions against the Ravens, but I I don't think he's going to throw a pick tonight. Look at you showing some respect for Tua. Little bit. Little bit. Little tiny bit. He's a good little quarterback. Next. Joe Burrow, over under 277 and a half passing yards. So we had Aaron Dolan on earlier, yeah. and she was all over this. She thinks he's going to go off tonight. So I, I will take the over. I'm not quite as enthusiastic about it as she is, but I, I've always been a Burrow fan. They haven't really figured it out yet. It feels like a night where they could figure it out just based on what the Dolphins' defense has been through lately. Interesting that you're going there because I'm taking the under, and here's why. That Dolphins' defense was on the field for 90 plays, 90-degree heat, and for over 40 minutes. If I'm Zach Taylor, I'm going to have my offensive line lean on that defensive front because them dudes is tired. Let's get our running game going. Let's look like the fourth quarter in MetLife Stadium last week against the Jets because they were just eating up clock with the run game with Mixon and Piron. I think they give the Miami Dolphins defense a dose of that formula early and often. So I'm looking for Joe Burrow's numbers to be under 277.5 passing yards. I I think it's going to be much more balanced. It's not going to be that one-sided offensive attack. Next. Tua over under longest completion, 37.5 yards. Chris Carlin. Under. Uh, And look, I... He very well easily could get a, a breakout play with Tyreek Hill any moment, but I'll say under 37 and a half yards tonight because I I just mm, I don't see it. Uh, I mean, it's, are, are you sure? Because you, you sound like you're trying to convince yourself, big no, fella. No, no, I'm not. Okay, I'm not. I'm I'm going under. All right, I am. Uh, I'm going under too, and yeah. here's the reason why I'm going under. The Miami Dolphins have the 31st ranked run game in the National Football League. You know that, Carlin. I know that. You know who else knows that? Lou Anarumo, the defensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals. Why on earth would I line up in any coverage that doesn't have two deep safeties? Why would you do it? Yeah. Even if you wanted to play man coverage. I'll play man, play cover five, man under two deep. Wait, really? When I'm, but cover when I'm, two, but cover what? four. There's no way I'm playing any variation where it's right. a single high safety. So, no. Tua is not going to have a completion over 37 and a half yards. I'm going under. When I'm, If I was thinking about over, the only thing I'm thinking about is Tyreek busting a tunnel screen. That's basically it. 
and I can't say it, that that's going to happen, it, it ain't gonna, especially with what you're talking about defensively. Yeah, it ain't going to be like against the Bills secondary when you got two young safeties back there and a busted coverage on third and 22. Give us one more, Ev. Yeah, Joe Mixon over under 90 and a half receiving plus rushing yards. Chris Canty. I'm going over. Yeah. I'm Based going on over what on you that just one. Said, yeah, I I'm going so. I'm going over. Yeah, I like Joe Mixon. Listen, I like Joe Mixon. He's probably good for 60 65 yards rushing and he's good for a couple of screens, catches out of the backfield for the rest for the other 30. So yeah, I'm going to go over. I would go over too. I've been disappointed with what they've done with Mixon so far. He's really, really good. He he's is really good. And, but like, I don't think they involved him. He's enough. a good running back, but he's also a good receiver out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Like there aren't too many running backs that are better combinations of tough runners in between the tackles and a receiver out of the backfield. And they are also comfortable lining them up at different places. Yeah. So look, I'm with you on that. I would go over ninety and a half receiving and rushing yards combined. There are your prop bets for tonight, but for Your real play, Chris and I have concocted a very nice little parlay for you this evening. We're trying to give you money. We're trying. We're trying to get you into your weekend the right way. Just listen to us. I can't control whether you're going to take it or not. That's up to you. But you're going to, we'll give you the information. You do with it what you will. That's next. Canty and Carla at ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You miss Canty and Carlin. Don't look now. Christian McCaffrey has missed practice two days in a row. Stop it. Quad injury. Come on, man. I report the information. I don't make it. I report it. That's not good. We can't we can't keep going down this road here. And this is why we were talking about Saquon Barkley earlier yep. and what the Giants do before the trade deadline, it reinforces to me, let's say, and I think Boomer Esiason threw this out recently, trading Saquon Barkley to the Buffalo Bills Mm -hmm. uh, before the deadline. It's not a bad idea. I mean, what could you, Chris, let's talk about this for, what could you get for Saquon Barkley leading up to the trade deadline? Could you get a second round pick for Barkley? Well, right now he's leading the league in yards from scrimmage, so yeah. I'm sure his value is going to be high. I think the I don't point, think you get a one. No, you're not going to get a one for him. Yeah. But could you get a second round pick if a team looks at him as a finishing piece potentially? But I think the Bills would probably let James Cook and De- Devin Singletary figure that thing out because James Cook is a second round pick. So yep. I think they would try to afford them that opportunity. But could you potentially sell Saquon to another team that's a contender? I think you absolutely could. But, Carlin, I wouldn't want to move off of him unless I couldn't come to terms with him on a long-term contract, the framework for what a deal would look like. That's ultimately what it comes down to because this is his last year on his rookie deal. He's going to be looking to get paid, ensure the Giants control the rights to franchise him, but he also has the right not to sign the franchise tag, which would then leave the organization in limbo with an asset that they can move because he's not under contract. So, to me, it would be coming to some kind of understanding about what his representation would want 
And if that's outside of Joe Shane's price range, which is the Giants' new general manager, then ultimately you ship him off at the trade deadline. Because let's be honest, the Giants aren't going anywhere this year. No. They're a good football team. They're going to make huge strides because they have an adult in the building as their head coach. If they get seven or eight wins, that's a huge, huge success. I'm just trying to pick a place where it could, it could make sense for them. Could mm, San Francisco? Yeah, with Elijah Mitchell on the shelf? Yeah. That could make some sense. That could make If the 49ers feel like they're in a pretty good place. They love to run the football. They do. Yeah. Um, I can't really, like, I mean, the Ravens love J.K. Dobbins. They're not going to do that, I don't think. Yeah. They're not They're not going to make that trade. I don't think he's their kind of running back either. No. Yeah. Um, the Chiefs, but Clyde Edwards-Alaire has been better. Yeah. I don't think they would go that route. There aren't the a Rams. whole lot of places. The Ra- you think the Rams would do it? They don't care about them draft picks. They're very high. And they don't like Cam Akers either. They've been either. down on Cam Akers. The Rams make a lot, and he's a star. And yeah. That's a town that loves stars. Cam Akers has got to get his act straight. You're right. He would fit well with L.A. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Come on, man. You got to give some love to him. See, I can't do it. I go with the overbite. It turns into a what whole thing. What do you mean thing. you go with the overbite? I, like, like, it's a line from, like, when Harry met Sally. You know, when a guy like me gets out on the dance floor, all of a sudden you, you end up with, like, an overbite of some sort. You start biting your lip? Why mm, do you start mm, biting your mm, lip? Yeah. The line is... Why do you the start line biting is, your lip? The, the line is that the is white random. man's overbite. The line is the white man's overbite. Is it really? <laughs> yes, I've never that's, heard of that. That's I was, I was today years old when I found that out. <laughs> I've never and heard of bad. that before. It's bad. I... Listen, I mean, what happened to just throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care? What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. All right. For some reason, it but is. But you want to bite down on your lip. I don't know why. So I have to get you a mouthpiece when you want to go on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't get it. <laughs> Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. It's Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Uh, I would call this a joint venture tonight. Uh, on Monday night was a joint venture, too. It was, and, yeah. and thanks to you, we and hit the parlor. We're winning a lot of money. Yeah, we're doing okay yeah. these days. Yeah. You might want to be paying attention. Yeah. So here's the deal tonight. We have got a little three-pronged parlay on Caesar Sportsbook. We are going with the following. The Bengals on the money line, we are tying that in with Tua Tungavailoa under one and a half passing touchdowns. That's right. And T. Higgins over five and a half receptions. Which seems like it's free money. It does? It seems like T. Higgins, five, five and, and, and a half, half receptions? Catches? Yeah. Come on, man. You think that's a strain? You think I don't that's... think it's a strain. I think I think of the three things that we have tonight, I think that is the one that we are going to be di- sweating a little that's bit. That's the dicey one? I no, th- of the three, that's the diciest. But I feel good about. Okay. I feel good right. collectively about where this is. Okay. So once again, that is the Bengals on the money line, parlay, Tua under one and a half touchdown passes, T Higgins over five and a half reception. Yeah. We think they're getting boat race tonight. Kind of feels like we do. Listen, man, if the Dolphins are going to win, it's going to be a close game. 
I could absolutely see the Bengals winning a close game. I could also see the Bengals winning a blowout. Mm. What are you thinking? I think the Bengals are going to blow the doors off. That's I think, just me. I, I think that you're hoping that that happens too, though. No. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. Sometimes yes. it's the worst. Yes. Worst. <laughs> Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. They're going to rename it Carlin Freud soon. <laughs> <laughs> Wishing ill upon others. Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you'll love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. Ohio State Highway Patrol issued a citation to Brown Star defensive end Miles Garrett driving at an unsafe speed with that crash earlier in the week. Garrett was driving 65 in a 45, uh, suffered a shoulder sprain. Car apparently flipped, too, in this. Uh, cuts and bruises. Uh, the Browns have not ruled him out from playing Sunday against the Falcons. This is insult to injury. State Highway Patrol in Ohio. Did y'all really have to do this? This man has been in the hospital for two days just to make sure he's okay from a rollover crash, and you want to issue him a citation? It wasn't it, 95. No, but... but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it was 65 yeah, to 45, exactly, okay. Okay, I get it, but, I mean, it's... it's you know, it's mitigating circumstances. Like, there was something that happened. There was an obstruction in the road. I mean, there were reports that it was an animal. Like, yeah. like it's not something that was foreseeable. So, I don't understand why they want to add this layer to it when it was a, a genuine accident. That mm. That's the part that doesn't feel right to me. Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. You know what I mean? It, just, it doesn't feel right to me. I mean, I, it feels like they're using Miles Garrett to make an example of him and, and making sure that they're enforcing, I guess, whatever highway patrol rules that they want and speed limits and all that stuff. It just doesn't feel right. Jets defensive coordinator Jeff Ulbricht, who uh, got into a sideline spat with Quinn Williams on Sunday, discussed Williams' role on the defensive line in their rotation. That is the instinct, for sure. You know, there's like these critical moments in game and, and – and, why is Quinn not out there? You know, and you look to the side and he's gasping for air, you know. So just got to be judicious with it. Um, got to absolutely use him as much as we can and as much as we can in critical moments for sure, you know. But I still think there has to be a level of rotation. He plays at such a high clip and he goes so hard that sometimes more is less. Mm. Earlier, he said, earlier in that clip, the part where he says he's gasping for air, you saying he's out of shape, Jeff? Kind of sounds like it. It feels like it a little bit. And he's saying that there needs to be more of a rotation. I mean, if he's not in the game, it's clear that there is a rotation, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it just feels like it's a... It's 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 this it's a not... it's a sideways compliment toward Quentin William and acknowledging how good of a player he is, how important he is but also saying we really need him in critical moments and he's unavailable because he's on the sideline. It's like Jerry Jones the other day with Cooper Rush. Boy, he's got the makeup of a star, and I want to stress makeup yeah. of a star. I underline that. Yeah. Uh, Nets coach Steve Nash says he doesn't care if Ben Simmons, quote, ever shoots a jump shot for the Brooklyn Nets because of his versatility and unique skill set. Well, that's good, Steve, because you're probably not going to be disappointed then. But here's the thing, though. If he's going to be your primary <laughs> ball handler, which I imagine that's going to be the case, you're not going to be able to play him in clutch time Don't minutes. do this to yourself, Chris. Car Carlin, it's going to be hack-a-shack with Ben Simmons. Yeah, well, this is That's what it's going to be. If you're going to put the ball in his hands and say he's our point forward and he's going to distribute to Kyrie and KD, 
then when it comes down to the last five minutes of a game, what are you going to do? You're going to let him distribute to Kyrie and KD? Or are you going to make him participate and foul him and force him to shoot free throws? Chris, you can keep wishing this to be different with Ben Simmons if you are expecting him to change at all in any of his game and improve that area of his game. You are setting yourself up for major I just want to see him on the court, Carlin. Is that too much to ask? We ain't seen this guy in a really long time. Apparently, it may be too much to ask. Canty and Carlin, weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.